You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. And today we have the absolute queen of systems joining us, Taryn Rochelle. Now, Taryn is the CEO and founder of the Social Lifestyle Co. and the host of She Can Systemize podcast. She's all about building your business around your life and not the other way around. And she helps the wedding and event industry do so by creating intentional and strategic systems. From her knowledge about platforms like Dubsado and ClickUp to automations that save her clients 10 plus hours per week, Systems are her true zone of genius. Now, in this episode, we dive deep with Taryn, covering all the steps to get started with setting up your own systems and processes. Taryn shared the must-have platforms and software she recommends for creatives like you to supercharge your efficiency. We even got her to spill the beans on the biggest mistakes she sees entrepreneurs making when it comes to systems. And trust us, you'll want to take notes. And because we're all about getting the most out of our precious time, Taryn shared her top time hacks that will change the game for you and how step-by-step to go through identifying and setting up your own processes into incredible systems. Now, this episode is going to be an absolute blast filled with insider secrets and practical advice that will change the game for you. So let's dive in. Let me guess. Right about now, you may feel a little defeated in the productivity department. No matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to cross anything off your to-do list. Your mind is moving a million miles per hour, but focusing on completing one little task feels impossible because of the endless day-to-day distractions. Hey, we are all in the same boat. There are so many distractions in entrepreneurship, let alone life itself. Being productive is an age-old struggle. Now, while it can feel hopeless at times, trying so hard to get everything done, there is hope. You can be more productive and find freedom and more time in your life and stop from spinning your wheels. I am here to tell you it is possible. We are here to help you, which is why Lindsay and I are sharing some of our favorite ways to boost your productivity and find freedom in your workday. Head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash productivity for a freebie on our favorite ways to better manage our time and actually end the day feeling good about what we accomplished. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Karen, welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast, friend. We are so excited to have you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to chat with you too. Yes, we are going to get nerdy today. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay, before we dive in, could you tell us your story and just a little bit about who you are and welcome yourself to our audience? Yeah, of course. So if you guys don't know me, my name is Taryn Rochelle. I am the CEO and founder of The Social Lifestyle Co. And I am a systems and client experience expert. We specialize in the wedding and event industry, including photographers. But we have helped so many industries, including copywriters, 
brand strategists, accountants all over the board. Um, We are just on a mission to help everyone learn how to love and implement systems in their business. And from a holistic aspect of that, your systems are in all aspects of your business and also your personal life. And having systems really allows you to build your business around your life and not the other way around, especially for any fellow mamas out there. I am a mom of two. And so they are my priority and why I started my business. And I used to work in retail and work 60 plus hours a week, never saw my kids. And I was like, I am not doing that, especially in a business that I own. And Mm -hmm. so that is where systems come into play and why I love to help my clients and my community have the same kind of lifestyle that we do here. Oh, I love this. Okay. (laughs) All right. You clearly, you are the procedure system automation queen. (laughs) So we are are ready. We are going to ask, come before you and ask for all the insight and experience and expertise today. So I feel like when the entrepreneur who maybe doesn't have systems in place can first hear about, you know, oh, you should systematize this or automate this or, you know, whatnot. It can feel really daunting and kind of feel like, oh my gosh, like it's going to take more time for me to set up a system than it does for me to just do the thing. You know, I feel like there's just a lot of mental overload and overwhelm that can take place. Where do you feel like is the best place to start? Or do you have any tips to kind of break down like getting started with uh, like setting up some systems so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming? Yeah, so the first thing is getting a systems mindset and remembering and realizing that your system is your process, not the tool that you use. Your system tool, like a tool like Dubsado or a tool like ClickUp, that is where you're going to put your system, your process into a place. And so when you have that kind of mindset, it'll make it a little bit easier and less daunting to not feel like you need to have all of these tools and everything, especially when you're first starting your business. But everyone has a system and a process, whether you think or know it. Um, even if you are you know, at home and the way that you do your laundry and the process that you go through mm-hmm. to do that, that is your system for doing your laundry. Um, so the good. way that you you know, take your kids to school in the morning, like that is your system for drop-offs at school. So when you have that kind of mindset and realize that you know, your system is your process and it's mm-hmm. not that tool that you use, that can can help you feel like, you know, I already have systems. Like I just don't realize it. And it's because the way that a lot of people in our industry and in the systems world have talked about systems in the past is really honing in on the system tools. And yeah. that's where we do things differently and we teach differently is that your systems, your process. And I want you to realize and understand that having a system and process for everything you do in business and your personal life just really helps to free up so much mental capacity so that you can focus on your family or other aspects of your business that you have just always saw as a dream of having a podcast or, you know, starting a conference or doing something like that and thinking, I can never do that because I'm so busy in everything I'm doing. Well, that's because you haven't ironed out and made a clear system and process that is so rinse and repeat that you can do easily. And then when or if you have a team, they can help you do that too. So the first Mm -hmm. thing is always just that mindset. And once you get the right systems mindset, you're golden. 
Mm. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's such a good piece. I think you're a hundred percent right in the sense of like, everyone's like, oh yeah, I have Dubsado. I have HoneyBook. Like I'm good. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, you have to implement what you're already doing into that. I guess. Yeah. Could we almost back up then a step and, and could you give an example of what you mean when you say a system or even a process for just like, let's say a wedding photographer, like one aspect of what they do? Yeah, definitely. So we work with a lot of wedding photographers and an easy thing to think about of your process could be your editing process for a wedding photographer. I know that is like the most, sometimes the most daunting part of being a photographer is that editing process. And so really looking at, you know, when you look at your process, think about the very start of that and then the very end. So delivering those photos to the couple. And then your process is all of the steps in between of taking those photos, editing them and handing them off. So what is every single little detail and no step or detail is too small. And this is where a lot of people go wrong with documenting their process is they leave a lot of holes in that process. So when we go to delegating or automating, we are missing steps. And then that is where people are like, well, systems don't work for me or automations don't work for me because you know it, it forgot this step. We don't know what's living in your head rent-free. The system doesn't know what's living in your head rent-free until you put it out of your head and get it on digital paper or in an automation tool or something. Even if it's just outlining your steps in a Google Doc. Like I always say simple is better. And then once you get more advanced in systems, then we can take it a step further and adding in automations and doing all this. So Mm -hmm. if we're looking at editing your photos, you know, we're, we're pulling the photos, we're culling the photos, we're figuring out which ones we're going to be using, then whatever, what's your system tool that you use for editing, whether that's using a lot of people are using really great AI tools right now for editing. So maybe it's using something like that. Um, Maybe it's just one that you're already using. And what is that process for editing? And then we get those photos. They're now done edited. And then we need to send off preview photos to the couple. So what's that process? How do you send those photos for previews to your couples? Then when they select photos, then what's the process? Like looking at every step in your process from Mm -hmm. wedding day to handing off photos and what is all of those steps in between between. And then that is where you can look at it and see, okay, where could I delegate some of these steps? Where could I maybe automate? And then where are some steps that I can maybe eliminate that I actually don't need to be doing that are taking up so much of my time? And so when you outline your your process and figure out a system, it really helps your brain to be systems thinking. And that is what helps you evolve and scale and grow your business, especially when you're starting to think of team dynamics and also automations. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of like a way to look at it is just the very beginning of your process and then the very end. And then your system and your process is just all those steps in between. But you have to sit down and get your systems hands dirty and outline them. If we Mm -hmm. don't do that, then it's just going to continue to live in your head rent free. That's so That's, good. Oh, I'm like, as you're talking, I'm, I'm realizing, uh, when I first hired my VA, so that's an example of like, I handed my emails off to her. So basically she would respond to every single incoming inquiry. And I had always used email templates before that were in, like plugged into my CRM, but 
I had always like you always go in and tweak things. And I, I realized when I hired her, I had to go in and like write down in bold red, like, Hey, tweak that like things that I would automatically do. Like you said, the things that are just in your head that you don't think about that are technically a part of your process. I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have to like, like bold red this and say like, apply like what they said about their story to this sentence. Like almost as if it wasn't like almost like like making it it out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like minute step by minute step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think with that in their, you don't know all of those steps that you're doing in your process until you're actually documenting them. So like to your example of you're handing this off to a virtual assistant and a lot of people go into it and they're like, okay, like I can hand off this task and then just hand it off and and not have to look at it again. But unless that person you're handing off the task to has a very clear SOP, which is a standard operating procedure on how to complete this task, they're going to have a lot of questions or and or you're going to feel like you're not having the return on investment of hiring that person because Mm -hmm. then you're having to go back and still do a lot of the steps in the process or you're finding errors or doing things like that. And then you're like, you know, this is where people say, I am just wasting my money because I could have just done this myself. Mm -hmm. Where if you take the time as you're going through things before you hire someone and develop these SOPs, it's a game changer. And there's a tool that we use. It's called Tango. um, And we absolutely love it. There's a free version of it or there is a, um, a paid version of it too, which I have a discount code if anyone wants that pro version. But when you use that tool, it captures steps in your process as you're doing it on your screen. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people's hesitation is they're like, well, I don't want to sit down and have to develop all these SOPs because that's going to take me too long. Well, you're already doing the steps or these tasks in your business on a day-to-day, week-to-week, whatever it is basis. And so this, this platform, Tango, you click a button and it literally captures the steps that you're taking on your screen. So that example wow. the email template, you know, if you're documenting all of those steps as you're doing it, it's screen capturing it and saying, click here or click on edit template here. Like it literally captures everything. So then you feel like, oh, I don't have to spend extra time creating this SOP. I'll just do the task as I normally do and use a tool like Tango to be able to capture the steps for you. So that's where really like honing in and looking at what tools are out there can help you to see this doesn't have to be as daunting or overwhelming as a lot of people think systems and especially SOPs people think are just so overwhelming or they put them off until it's too late in their business. Oh, that's so good. Okay. What is the, one of the first like process that you think most service based entrepreneurs probably in, you know, maybe speaking directly to photographers or whoever, what is one of the first like systems or procedures, I guess, that you would recommend they begin to really like outline document that you see being either outsourced the most or saving them the most time or whatever you'd recommend? An inquiry process, definitely. That is especially for photographers or anyone in the wedding and event industry or anyone that's just, I mean, really anyone needs an inquiry process. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we're talking about this, it's so important because especially I'll speak to photographers right now, 
you guys are living in the moment of capturing someone's wedding or event or just them needing photos, like you're there. But that doesn't mean that your business needs to stop while you're capturing those moments with someone else. And so a lot of people, you know, I'll go into their CRM. We only work in Dubsado. And so I'll go into their CRM and they're sending these inquiry emails manually. So that means someone is coming in as a lead and they're not getting any kind of response from them until they're manually going in and sending an email. That could be if you're working an event over a weekend, that could be not until, you know, Monday and this person inquired on Thursday. That's a long time for someone to go and find someone else and they will. Yep. Someone that will respond right away. Yep. And so it's it's missing an opportunity of letting them know, hey, I received the inquiry because how many of us have thought we've done something, but then especially mom's out there, mom brain happens. And I'm like, did I actually inquire to do this or (laughs) disrupt me asking me for fruit snacks? And I actually (laughs) didn't do this. And so I love getting those emails right away, knowing like, Hey, we received your inquiry. We will get back to you in X amount of time. So I'm like, cool. I did it. I didn't forget to do it. Then this is also an opportunity to explain more about your services. So then you're having to get on less discovery calls if you do them or you're having less people get on discovery calls that maybe aren't ready for your services or right for them. Just because they inquire doesn't mean that they're the right person for you Mm -hmm. or that your services are right for them. So my favorite thing in inquiry emails is to also give more information about the service that they're inquiring about. So if someone is inquiring for us on Dubsado Help, the email that they get is, yes, we've received your inquiry. Here's more info about our services. Here's the starting app price, the timeline, like how long these projects take. So they have that information. And those are all frequently asked questions that I used to get on discovery calls all the time that made my calls go 30, 40 minutes. And I'm like, I can't do this. Now Mm -hmm. my calls are max 10 minutes with my leads because I'm getting all of those pre-qualifying questions out from the beginning. So the very first process I think everyone should have is a very strong inquiry process. And that means finding a CRM tool, whether it's Dubsado, HoneyBook, whatever you use that can do what you need it to do to have a strong experience. Because the client experience doesn't start when they book. It starts when the person finds you all the way through when they're sending you testimonials. So Mm. you want to make sure that experience starts out really strong. Yes, girl, preach that. Amen. (laughs) Like the, yes, the experience does not start the second they book. It starts way before that. I would almost even argue it starts like the minute they like find out about you, whether it's social media or your website, like, like what does that whole process look like? I love that you said that. Um, I know you said earlier that the process isn't the tool which we respect and agree with. However, I could imagine some people are like, but what tools do you use or recommend? I know you said Tango, uh, which I didn't know about that one. That's freaking amazing. I'm going to look that up immediately after this is done. Um, But is there any other platforms or tools that you think are worth investing in for business owners to implement their processes and procedures, no matter if they're a photographer or, you know, another industry? 
Yeah. So Tango definitely for SOPs is amazing, incredible. I'd been using them for over a year um, before me and Tango like partnered together with some things. And and I absolutely love it um, for documenting your procedures. So definitely Tango. Um, and then for your CRM, so that is where you're getting your leads that come in. Invoicing, um, sending contracts. Contracts are very important. This is not legal advice. I'm not a lawyer, but people <laughs> have contracts. Um, and so that's where your CRM is. Um, we recommend Dubsado for that. And um, I have been on other CRM platforms myself. Um, I've also you know, migrated people over from other platforms to Dubsado. Um, it is just... A lot of people get scared of it because it is pretty robust, but that is because it's a platform that can grow with your business. So as your business evolves, as you're wanting more automations, more customizations and things like that, it's a tool that's going to grow with you where other tools that I have used in the past, I outgrew them because I needed more automations. I wanted, even though they were automated steps, I wanted it to be very personalized to my business, but to my clients and my leads. And a tool like Dubsado with all of their smart fields and automation capabilities really allows you to do that. Um, for project management, um, CRM and your project management tools are two separate things. There are a lot of tools out there that claim to do it all, but I am a firm believer in that, you know, when you find something, it's like our zone of genius in our business. You know what I mean? Like my zone of genius is systems and client experience. And mm -hmm. I can give like a little advice on other things here and there, but I know my zone of genius. And that's how I feel with system tools. So mm -hmm. I kind of say to like find system tools that specialize in the thing that you need it to do and then mm -hmm. tech stack on top of those. So yes. we use Dubsado for CRM and then our project management tool is ClickUp. And we do use them in correlation together by utilizing a tool called Zapier, which is an automations tool. So I do have them speak to each other um, in certain ways. And so, but they do different things. My CRM handles my clients and managing invoicing and leads. My project management tool keeps me on track with projects of tasks and everything that I have going on, guest speaking, for this podcast, I had my date in there. I grabbed the questions that they sent me. I put those in ClickUp. Like that's where I handle everything project management based, including for my clients too. That's what we recommend. And then a tool for communication is really important for with clients. Um, a lot of my clients are now moving into Slack, which is what we use for client management or client communication. And it's really great because you don't have so much back and forth on emails, or especially I'm not pro giving your clients your phone number and sending you text messages in the middle of the night. So Slack really helps with those boundaries, but it also helps keep communication in one place. So mm -hmm. if we're searching for a question, especially when it comes to systems, you know, if my clients are like, where did I ask Taryn about how Dubsado uh, schedulers work? They can type in Dubsado scheduler in the search bar of our Slack uh, channel and they can find that message that they asked me that question about. So it just makes things so easy. Um, and so that's how we love to tech stack is to have a CRM, a project management tool and something for communication. And then a way to make them all speak together is by using an automation tool like Zapier. So we like to call this the trifecta um, is having those three things. And then anything you add on top of that is just like the cherry on top to make it all work together. 
I, I almost have a follow-up question because you just like opened my mind to like, I don't know if this is stupid. I'm, I'm like processing <laughs> this in real time. I always uh, say there's no question that's a stupid question, especially when perfect. it comes to systems. So throw it at me. <laughs> I don't know. The way that you just said that, I, I, we use Slack with the Hart University, like our education business. I just had like a, a moment where I don't know, maybe this is, I, again, so I don't know, maybe not. When you said you like a communication tool that you, you would use with clients, a hundred percent tracking that. I just thought of that from a photography perspective specifically. And I was like, Oh, like the way I communicate with my photographer, like photo clients is via email mostly. Cause I agree. Don't give out your phone number. I just had like a moment where I was like, I've never thought about, and maybe this is more of a hassle on the client's perspective. Cause for a wedding, there is communication back and forth, but it's not like daily at, whereas it is like with our team members. So we use Slack for our team. But my question was, is it, would it be stupid to like have your photo clients on like a, their own channel with you as a photographer on Slack? Definitely not stupid. My clients are now doing that um, because of even though there is not a, a ton of communication like there is with team members, there is uh-huh. still back and forth. There right. is still that communication. And a lot of people get the same question over and over and over because yeah. their clients can't find that email. Like they mm-hmm. can't find that one message. And Slack makes it very easy to be able to find messages. But then it also really allows you as a business owner or you as a photographer to set those boundaries that are so important. And so it allows you to set your status to being away. It allows you to send messages and you can schedule out emails. Yes. um, But you can schedule out messages in Slack. You can send out voice messages and things like that. If you need to voice something out or if your client needs to voice something out, they're trying to explain their vision for their wedding or for this photo shoot and typing it out. They're having a hard time explaining that. Imagine Mm -hmm. giving them a platform where they can vocally voice that out and how empowering that could feel for them so that they can like, I'm a talker, like I need to talk things out. And so when I would meet with my wedding planner or my photographer, like I would have to talk on the phone with them because explaining it over email, I just couldn't get out the vision of what I was trying to have for my wedding. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of our clients are now moving into Slack because it makes it really easy for their clients to communicate back and forth. But then allows them to set those boundaries and not feel like they are on the clock with their clients 24-7, especially if you're in the wedding industry because there's brides, there's grooms, like there's people that are like, it's my day, but you also have a lot of other clients where it's their day too. So Mm -hmm. it really helps you to set those boundaries of like, yes, you want to be there for all of these people, but you don't need to be there for them 24-7. You just unlocked something. I'm like, my, my only hesitation, world it, it was obviously you want to lessen friction for your client. And I think a, usually my photo clients aren't necessarily business owners. And so they don't, they wouldn't have a reason to download the app of Slack other than to like talk with me. Have you found that like any of your clients find that that's a friction point? No, because it's all about how you present it. 
Like Mm. it's all about how you present an experience. Mm -hmm. And so if you talk about it like an experience and we have a way where we, we tell our clients to really have a, a process of doing this so it's not overwhelming, but really create the Slack channel to be an experience for that client. So you can put images in there. Um, you can put welcome messages. So my clients now will have, you know, a, a header image that they'll drop in there that has, you know, if it's like a wedding couple, they'll put like the couple's names. They'll make like a quick little video in Slack, just a little welcome video and just explaining how Slack works. You can have a templated message. So I have one templated out for like my clients where I drop that message into Slack. Slack. It explains how Slack works, what these buttons mean so that they're not overwhelmed and they can go through this and see this video and then feel very confident and feel like it's just part of that experience of like, wow, like I'm really glad that I booked this person yeah. because look at experience that I'm providing. I'm not having a million emails back and forth with all of these other, especially for weddings, like you're talking to, you know, 10, 15, 20 vendors. And if I have such an amazing, easy experience with this one person, especially photography is a big part of your wedding or your event or whatever you're having captured, like photography is a big part of that. And so having the experience be elevated, it's just all about how you present it instead of, you know, just handing them slack and just being like, this is where we communicate. Like if they're not business owners, they're going to be like, what is this? And so... (laughs) But if you present it a right way and show it as this experience and make it exciting for them, but take the time to explain how it works, mm-hmm. then they're going to feel great about it. If you don't take that time, they're going to be overwhelmed and be like, I'm not going to use this. And then you're still going to be getting emails. Yeah. yeah. It's so wow. good. I'm just, I'm mind blown. Like, like I, <laughs> you Slack literally daily and I've never once thought to use that for photo clients. I yeah. am... I'm in a spiral right now. <laughs> and there's, a, there's a little trick too that a lot of people don't know about. And I, I can't remember if it's on just like the pro versions of Slack, but you can, there is an email address for per every Slack channel. So you can provide an email address of the Slack channel to your client and be like, you know, they can send me, like if you get someone that's just like really isn't friendly with Slack and can't figure it out, but you still want communication to go into that channel, you can provide them. There's an email address that you can grab that is just for that channel that you can give them. And then any emails that they send will go right into that Slack channel. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Okay. Your mind. <laughs> you really are. We're taking notes here today. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Hello, I wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to remind you that we have an apparel shop with heart-filled pieces, (laughs) see what we did there, (laughs) that we have designed with you in mind. In the shop, we've got t-shirts, crop tops, sweatshirts, mugs, hats, and more, all created with comfy and cute designs that you can rock in your everyday life. This collection is for you if you love the show and want to share it with your friends in a cool way, or if you want to wear something cute as heck that was intentionally designed with powerful phrases to remind you that you can do it. You were made to be a world changer and that the Lord created you wildly capable of big freaking things. Now, Obvi, this is a podcast and we can't show you how cute as heck these pieces are on the show. So run, don't walk to the heart shop to check out our apparel and more. You can head to www.theheartuniversity.com forward slash apparel to grab your favorite pieces today. Want to know what both Evie and I use for our skincare? 
Our absolute favorite non-toxic skincare products are without a doubt Primally Pure. Yes, if you've been searching for a natural, non-toxic skincare company, you can actually feel solid about using, knowing that the ingredients won't harm you and are derived from nature, then I'm not joking when I say that you need to try Primally Pure. Evie and I have been using Primally Pure for our skincare for a couple of years now, and we are legit in love. Like, we love that every product has minimal, safe, all-natural ingredients that, I'm not joking, smell divine and make our skin look and feel healthy and beautiful. Yes, some of our favorite products that we've used from Primally Pure are their charcoal deodorant, the cleansing oil, their lavender complexion mist, and their clarity serum. Like, Every freaking product of theirs, we're not kidding, knocks it out of the park as far as quality and making our skin feel incredible. For 10% off your order, you can use code HEARTANDHUSTLE, that's all caps, no spaces, at checkout using the link in our show notes. We know that you're going to love Primally Pure as much as we do. Again, that's code HEARTANDHUSTLE for 10% off your order today. Okay, I want to kind of like pull out again to a little bit of a broader picture. When it comes to the like wedding or event industry, where do you see most service providers wasting the most amount of their time? Like what systems do you feel like you've seen save so much time for your clients? I would definitely say their CRM tool is definitely where people are wasting a lot of time is not having one or not using it to its fullest potential. And a lot of times we will go in, um, it's very rare that we get a client that has like no CRM tool, but we still, we still will get some where people are still using like Google forms for their inquiries and stuff like that. And so, um, we will go in and look at their Dubsado and, you know, all they're utilizing is a lead capture, but then even that, there's no automation that's happening. They're manually sending out proposals and everything. Like there is no workflows happening. So it, I would definitely say where people, the biggest missed opportunity is utilizing your CRM tool to its fullest potential. And especially when it comes to the booking process, because if we're in the wedding and event industry and, you know, brides, grooms, they're looking for people to be their wedding planner, their wedding wedding photographer, any, any vendor, there's a lot of people that they're probably looking at, you know, it's, it's pretty rare that people go in. They're like, okay, I know exactly who I want for every single part of my wedding. And these are the people I'm not going to stray away. A lot Mm -hmm. of people are, are window shopping, trying to figure out what's going on. And so if you take too long to send out a proposal or to get someone booked, that person's going to go to the next person that they were looking at on Instagram. And so really making sure that it is a quick process, but that it is an elevated process, especially in the wedding and event industry is really important. So this is where, you know, that was why I loved Upsado because you can customize it so much to fit your brand and yeah. have it be such an amazing experience to where they're receiving this proposal and they're like, like, heck yes, like I want this person to be a part of my wedding, especially if you're a wedding planner or a photographer, like, you know, this is such a visual aspect of, of you showing what you can do is in your proposals. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can show it on our website. Yes, on our Instagram. But when they're getting that proposal, this is when they're ready to book. Like this 
person is like the iron is hot to like, they are ready to go. And so we want it to be an easy yes. And also a, like, this is already an amazing experience and I haven't even swiped my credit card yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that is definitely like the, the workflow process in CRMs, but especially the workflow for booking a client is where people miss out on and spend way too much time doing things manually. Because guys, gone are the days of feeling like you need to sit there and manually type every single email or write every single proposal individually for every client to make Mm -hmm. it personalized. Mm -hmm. You can do that through automations. We send out our proposals in under five minutes and they are personalized and everything to a T. And it is such an easy process. Once someone's a go after we call our discovery calls vibe checks, and once we did our vibe check, I send over the proposal right away and people usually book within the hour, like because it's such a fast process and we make it an easy yes for our clients because they're seeing such an amazing experience from the get-go. I love it. That's amazing. Oh, did you have a question? You're good. Go for it. Okay. (laughs) My next question is, what is one of the biggest time hacks that you have found for yourself and for even your clients? Oh, okay. Time hacks is definitely would be using Zapier. Mm-hmm. Zapier is something that people will open up that tool and just immediately close their computer if you're not <laughs> system friendly because it looks very overwhelming. Um, but to make it very, I'm all about making systems easy to understand because I, my goal for anyone listening to this or anyone that's interested in systems is for you to learn how to love systems and implement them. And by talking about systems in like a way too high level way, everyone's just not going to go over your head and you're not going to want to use it. So to make it... To make Zapier as easy to understand as possible is it connects one tool to another tool, as simple as that. So let's take, for example, say you use Google Drive folders for your clients. You make a Google Drive folder for every single one of your clients for you to drop information or for them to put information in those, those folders. In Dubsado, say you use Dubsado as your CRM or if you use HoneyBook, you can do the same thing. And when someone books with you and signs a contract, you can use Zapier to automatically create Google Drive folders for your client the minute they sign that contract. And if that is a step in your process, that is just one less thing that you now have to do for an onboarding process or Mm -hmm. one less thing that you need to have your team doing. I am all about VAs, having an assistant, having team members. and But I'm all about having a return on investment of those people. And why have your team members do things that could be automated instead of having things that they do that is intentional and are income-producing tasks that can't be automated? And Mm -hmm. so things like that, of like creating Google Drive folders or creating a list in ClickUp that you already have templated out that when a client books with you, Zapier can just duplicate that list for you automatically and put the client's name on it. Again, one last thing you have to do. It's just looking at all of these tasks that you do in your business and finding ways that they can be automated. So the easiest way to know if Zapier can work with the tools that you use is to go into my secret weapon, 
Google and type in, <laughs> can this tool work with Zapier? Like, can I duplicate a list in ClickUp by using Zapier? You type that into Google, it will pull up the exact Zap to set up to make that happen. And mm-hmm. so that is definitely like, we started, when we started my business, like it was, I had maybe five zaps. I was on the plan that you didn't have to pay for. I had up to five zaps. I was good. Now I have over 50 zaps set up in my business. And that wow. is tasks that are saving me hours upon hours upon hours of time, days during the year about how much time we're saving because of using automations. And so using a tool like Zapier is one to not be afraid of, but to dive in and to understand how it works or to find someone like me that can help set it up for you. So then you are saving so much time in your business and can spend intentional time in your personal life. Because Mm -hmm. that's that's you know why a lot of us start our businesses is so that we have the freedom to be a mom or to you know do other things to travel and so by having these systems and automations you're able to do that and you're able to build your business around your life which is why most of us started our businesses in the first place a freaking men this is, this is our like nerd language, Taryn. So Lindsay and I are both sitting here like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep, yep. Like, <laughs> like even learning stuff. We have we have Zapier integrated in our business. We have like half of this implemented, but I'm still sitting here taking notes being like, I hadn't thought about trying this within this aspect of this business I know, or whatever. Like, like, literally <laughs> unlocking like cubicles in my brain that are like, haven't, haven't thought in this way before. So I'm Well, and that's this. the thing too, is like, especially with you guys, like you guys are very, much like me. Like we are multi-passionate. We have so many different elements of our business, so many different, you know, parts of our business. Pod, you guys have podcasts, your conferences, like there's so many different elements of your business. And a lot of people get tunnel vision on just doing systems and automations on maybe like one aspect of their business, but not thinking of all of the other aspects or how we can use one tool for different areas of our business. And so for example, for with Dubsado, you can add multiple brands in your Dubsado for just an additional $10 a month. So I have my my business for my systems clients. And then I also use Dubsado for my podcast. So I have a mm-hmm. brand for my podcast. Then I'm also a mentor for the systems industry. So I coach and mentor other systems specialists. So I have a brand for that. Why I do that is because you can have different branding aspects in Dubsado for each of those brands. So I have different email signatures. I have different logos on there. I I have different elements of things and it makes it so organized into one platform, but it's in different areas. So it's like get them get your money's worth of these tools that you're using and find ways to use them for all different aspects of your business. And this is where it's allowed me to grow and scale and add more elements of my business that years ago I would have never thought that would be a possibility. But now it's like, okay, what what yeah. else can I add? You know what I mean? Like I'm like, what else can I do now? And that's where I want my clients to feel and 
a lot of our clients in the wedding and event industry have now added because of us doing their systems, they now have added so many different elements of their businesses. They're now having a Mm -hmm. podcast. They're now mentoring. They're now doing so many other things that they never thought would be possible because their systems have saved them so much time. And they now know that they can do this in all aspects of their business. Mm-hmm. This is so good. Okay. I, one of, I'm like, if anybody's listening to this and maybe they're more on the beginner side and they're like, oh, I've been doing all this stuff, but I don't have like an actual written formula or a process for it. Like I haven't done anything to kind of identify all the steps of, of all of the processes that I have in my business. What advice would you give to somebody if they are listening to this episode and they're like, Oh, like they're having their cubicles in their brain unlocked as well, like me. And they're seeing just all of the things that they could do. Like, where do you even start, I guess, when you're trying to outline each process of every single element of your business? Definitely pen and paper and a good old-fashioned brain dump. Mm-hmm. Don't look at your blank screen on your computer and or go straight to Tango and start trying to use this tool. And then you're like... I don't know what to do first. Um, Literally pen and paper, like it is just the easiest way to get everything out of your head. And what I always suggest to do is to break it up into like three sections. So day-to-day basis, literally sit down with a pen and paper and write down every single task that you do on a daily basis in your business. Now let's look at week-to-week basis. What are all the tasks that you do weekly? What do you do now monthly? So those are the three different like buckets to look at and have three separate pieces of paper for each of those different areas and write out all of those tasks. And then as the days go on, like keep that day-to-day basis piece of paper on your desk. And every day that you are working, if something else gets added on, you're like, wait, I do this daily too. Like I go in and clean out my inbox. Like I do inbox zero method. Like that's part of my day-to-day method. Like go in and add that in there. Mm -hmm. And then that's going to help you see how much is living in your head rent-free, how much like mental capacity you're going to be like releasing because you're going to see all of these things that you're doing and not realizing that most of those, spoiler alert, can probably be automated. Spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, most of those things can probably be delegated. And maybe you have a team member that you're like, thinking of tasks, you're like, I'm sitting here and like, I have this person for 10 hours a week, and I can barely give them two hours a week because I can't think of tasks to give them. Well, it's probably because you're doing them yourself and not realizing it because it becomes muscle memory. Like it just becomes like every day, like, oh, I go into Canva and I do this, or I go a post on Instagram. Like it just becomes part of our daily routine. But that again is so much time that you are taking out of your day that you could have automated or delegated or even eliminated. It could just be something that you really... It's not income producing anymore, but it becomes muscle memory and you're still doing it even though your business doesn't need it anymore. And so really looking at those tasks and outlining them, but just pen and paper first so you can really see and then 
we go in and get it digital. You know, we go in and see what can happen in Zapier. We go in, say you're already using Dubs Auto or you're already using HoneyBook. See if part of your process that you do during the day, is that something that can happen automatically in Dubs Auto? And so going through and doing that really helps you to open up your eyes and see, wow, one, I do a lot. Maybe this means one, I also need to raise my prices because I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I do a lot in my business and my prices do not match. But it's because we don't see how much we do until we write it down. So definitely doing that is like the first thing I would say. And that's going to help you open up your eyes to then see, okay, I have 20 things on my daily basis list. Now I'm going to go through one by one and outline my process and my SOP. You know, I post on Instagram every single day. What is my process for that? Because maybe at some point, I want my virtual assistant to do that. Or I need a social media manager, but I still want them to follow the same kind of routine that that I do in my business. And so develop those SOPs as you go through. Oh my gosh. Taryn, absolute like 100 out of 10. This conversation I feel like is so necessary for so many entrepreneurs. It's so easy, especially when we start out as solopreneurs to just kind of try to do everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then to feel as we start getting busier and busier to feel start feeling like really overwhelmed. And then we're like, I don't even know. I'm so busy. I don't even know how to like document my systems and then implement processes. Um, or I guess opposite, (laughs) document my processes and then implement systems and automations around that. It can just feel so overwhelming. And I feel like today you broke it down so simply, so easy to grasp and understand, as well as just explaining like the power behind it and how it really can impact and revolutionize our businesses. So thank you for just sharing your passion, your wisdom, and your expertise with us today. I literally could talk to you for like five hours. And I'll say, um, <laughs> so we are so grateful for your time. And we are going to ask you a few final questions and I'll let Lindsay dive into those. But overall, just know we are absolutely unwell could have you on, I'm sure for like a five part series on this entire topic. <laughs> well, let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> here for <laughs> it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So the last questions that we have, we ask every single uh, guest this question, mainly because me and Evie love to read and we just were like, Hey, we're always talking every week to incredible people. Why don't we just ask them what their favorite books are too? So if you have a favorite book that you've read recently, we would love to hear it. <laughs> Yeah. So I am currently reading The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People um, because my daughter is actually going to a school, a new school, and they implement part of this book at her school, which I was like obsessed with, especially being an entrepreneur. And so I was like, heck yes, like I am sending her to the school. And so um, she is extremely smart, extremely gifted. And so we're moving her into like a gifted school Um, And they teach one grade level above for her in her current grade, as well as they implement elements of the seven habits of highly effective people. And I just think that is incredible. Um, And whether my kids, you know, are entrepreneurs or, you know, work for someone, whatever they choose to do in their life, I will be supportive of, of course. Um, But I, I want them to be, you know, highly effective people in no matter what they do. And so I just 
thought that was incredible. And so I knew I had to like dive in and, and read more about the book. I've read p- bits and pieces of it here and there. But since it's going to be something that's like taught at her school, I definitely wanted to like read the entire thing and know the ins and outs of it. Um, wow. And so that is what I am currently reading right now because we just got her approved to go into the school. Amazing. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. And then the next question is like a little bit deeper. You can take some time to think about it if you need to, but what is one of the biggest lessons you've learned in business? Oh, um, biggest lesson I've learned in business is definitely, and I've said this multiple times throughout this episode, but it's for a reason is to build your business around your life and not the other way around. Amen. And this is where a lot of people go wrong in their business is Yes, especially if we're, you know, we work with clients, our clients are our business, but our business is built for us. You know, we are building our business and when we build it around our clients or around the busyness of our work. And then our life is centered around that. That is where burnout happens. And that is also where we can't be effective business owners and your business will not scale or it'll scale to a point to where you don't want to do it anymore. And that's the opposite of what we want. And so really sitting down and annual mapping your business, but looking at it from the perspective of your personal life first is important. Mm -hmm. So when I go in and I annual map or I talk to my clients about annual mapping, we first talk about what do you have going on in your personal life? For me, I have three birthdays in my family in June. My birthday, my daughter's birthday, and my husband's birthday. June, I take zero client projects because of that. And so I wouldn't know that to do that if I didn't look at my my personal life and look at what we have going on. And so I look at when my kids have school breaks. We recently moved to Arizona they have two week breaks for every break. So spring break, we have two weeks, fall break, two weeks. Like there's a lot of breaks going on in Arizona for school, which means I have limited childcare during those two weeks. So how does that work when it comes to my work life, traveling, going to conferences, things like that? I wouldn't know that unless I annual planned around my personal life. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take anything else from this episode, but this, I will feel so happy. Um, because I want you guys to build your businesses around your life. I want you to feel like you can take time away from your business. I just went completely out of office and went to Cabo last week for my 30th birthday and did not bring my computer, did not touch work. And some people were like, how do you do this? Like, how are you not have been touching work? It's because I knew I was going to Mexico. I plan Mm -hmm. around my personal life and Mm -hmm. I don't let my business overtake that because that's why I started my business. I used to never be with my kids because I worked in retail and I never wanted to do that again. So why build my business that way now when I have control of my schedule? Amen. Yes. On that, the same page. <laughs> that was so, so needed and so good. Thank yes. you so much, Taryn, just for that answer and for this entire episode, for unlocking our brains in new ways and giving just all of our listeners just such incredible insight and just new ideas for how they can, you know, create processes and systems in their own business even more efficiently and more amazingly. So where can everyone find you? Basically follow you, learn from you, all of the things. 
Yeah, definitely. So my DMs are always open over on Instagram. My Instagram is the Social Lifestyle Co. Um, I also have a podcast, which is She Can Systemize, um, which is all about systems, um, but from a holistic aspect. So we talk about systems for bookkeeping, for content marketing, um, everything, HR, team building, like so many different things on that podcast. So definitely check that out. And if you guys are struggling when it comes to you know SOPs and defining your process, Process for things. I am launching a program called the SOP Bootcamp, which definitely would be right up your alley. Um, I'll make sure that um, the Heart and Hustle podcast has the link to the waitlist. You guys can join on that if you guys are interested in that program. It's literally going to be $47, such a steal. Um, and something that. that's going to help you develop 200 SOPs in a month. So wow. definitely is something to grab if that's something that you struggle with. Here for oh, it. Love it. <laughs> Taryn, you are an absolute powerhouse. We are so honored to have had you on the show to be able to have this conversation. So thank you so much for your time today. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I hope this is helpful for everyone. And I really hope anyone listening really is going to truly learn to love and implement systems in your business. 